It's your Magic Morning Vibe. Between the breaks with your Magic Morning Vibe, I'm Rick. And I'm Patty, already <laughs> laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> because we love this. I you know, we already it. have so much fun in the mornings, by the way. You have it tuned at 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. up Mountain Every Time. Every day. Magic149fm.com. <laughs> <laughs> and then now we bring you our podcast between the breaks where we talk a little bit more stories you might have missed. Maybe they weren't so as kid friendly, which is why we give you a little bit of discretion. Not too much. Not going to go crazy off the edge. Yeah, I know. You know, we, is... we may drop a bad word or two. <laughs> Just a little one. <laughs> um, but this is something actually we didn't get to talk about this morning. So okay. um, uh, according to a new survey, the average guy starts to turn into his father at what age would you guess, Ricky? Uh, Just a um, guess without knowing. I would say... 42. All right. Well, the father age is 37. Oh. If I was a father, okay. I'd be there already. Anyways, <laughs> uh, more than two thirds of men say they feel more like their father every single year. Okay. So then I guess if you're thinking about this, let's run down the top 10 signs that you're turning into your dad your starting job. at number 10. All right. Here we go. Number 10. You finish the leftover food on everyone's plate. <laughs> you become Dang. like the human garbage disposal. I think I'm already turning into the dad. Exactly. That's what they say. The garbage disposal right there. All right. Number nine. Number nine. You don't like it when other people touch the thermostat. Oh, my God. The major here, dad move. You're at work. Like, you're always like, it's hot in here. Somebody turn up the air. Exactly. And then I go and turn it down. And then like five minutes later, it's turned back up. I'm paying the bill oh, for everybody outside. Then we got to look to our other dad. Mike. And this one actually might not be you, Ricky. You love to mow the lawn. I definitely don't. Yeah, that's one that you can pass on for sure. <laughs> How about this one, number seven? You mute commercials. I only do that because it's usually me. <laughs> I guess when we're on the cars. Yeah, all right. I get that. Turn to something else. On TV, I actually like look forward to the commercials. I, know, right? I don't Some know why. Some of them are interesting. <laughs> uh, you grunt getting up off the couch. I'm not quite there yet, thankfully. That's just I, old age. Maybe like five years ago, actually, when my back was still terrible. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> Now I can't wait to get off and the what couch. About <laughs> you fall asleep on the couch Is watching sports? You? Totally not. I know, watching sports, no. Maybe if something some, else. I guess if I need help and it's a boring, sometimes I do that. Um, but no, no, I love okay, sports. Okay, so if you are a dad, you tell your kids, go ask your mother. <laughs> That's a total dad move right yes. there. <laughs> yes, major. <laughs> All right, how about uh, you start telling those dad jokes? I love dad jokes, though. They're so stupid. <laughs> they are. And also, uh, what about number two? You fix things instead of replacing them. You know what? I guess I'm not there yet either because I'm like, ah, oh, there's somebody that can fix it. Yeah, I can so buy I it or replace yeah. it. <laughs> and uh, what about number one? You start taking grilling very seriously. I think I'm on the way. I do. Do you have like a special I, apron or special way. spatula that uh, you love? Spatula. See? And, you know, stuff just better on the grill. So. I'm going to get okay. you a, a, an apron that says something like... Kiss the cook. Kiss Ricky. Not. I'm gonna say it's gonna say pretty Ricky. Ricky, right, Ricky. Right, right, right. <laughs> the Ricky's just get smaller as it goes down. Nice. Yes. Nice. All right. All right. Thank Anyways, you. Anyway. All right. Let's so uh, let's move on. And you remember back when everyone was talking about an ancient Mayan prediction that the world would end. Yeah. Remember this back in December 21st, 2012. It there was, was a movie thing. about it. Right. A documentary. Is we can tell our kids when they get. <laughs> I know. Go watch it. Well, the world didn't end then. Clearly. Uh, but we may not have dodged that Mayan bullet, Ricky. Do What's going about on? No. A scientist in Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, named Paolo. Tongolin, I think that's how you say we'll his name, but that. it's a Mayan person. Uh, but now he's deleted his Twitter, uh, redid the calculations, and he says that the real date of the Mayan apocalypse is this upcoming Sunday. So Father's Day? On Father's right? Day. Makes sense. <laughs> I know. They don't even get the day, man. Now the oh, world's going to end. Oh, wow. But back when the Mayans made their prediction, he believes they were using the Julian calendar, which was the main calendar at the time. The world switched to the Gregorian calendar in 1582, and several days were lost. So, quote, he said, following the Julian calendar, we're technically in 2012. So if that's right, 
uh, this Sunday is the day. So, yeah. Well. That's the only thing missing out of this. Weird Mayan apocalypse here. Yeah, this well, 2020. I mean, the world's crazy. Maybe, maybe it's just what we need. We're know. living in deja vu. I'm going to live these last uh, six days. Like, they're my last. Know, here we go, partner. And no, happy no, Father's no. Day to all of us. I know, right? With the, with the world ending and all that stuff. We'll see. All right. Oh, my God. Uh, but how about this? We'll shift. Your... <laughs> Believe it or not, bestiality isn't illegal in all 50 states. You know, there's four states where it's not, and we happen to be one of them. Yes. That's right. New Mexico, Wyoming, West Virginia. And Hawaii. And yeah, that's, that's disgusting. Yeah, the list also used to include Kentucky, which just got around making bestiality illegal Bravo this year. Bravo to them, last <laughs> year. Yeah. Um, and so these guys are some trailblazers. And the first people who feel the, the wrath of that law. <laughs> what happened here? A 50-year-old guy named Christopher Jones, 44-year-old woman named Nolene Horn. Uh, they were just indicted under the new law for sexual crimes against an animal. Or an animal. She was horny. <laughs> Oh, back in November last year, uh, something happened with the two of them and a dog in Kentucky, and it's not clear who did what to what, but that's just wrong. There's an investigation, and they've both been arrested. That is kind of messed up. I feel bad for the felony dog. charges. I know. This, that's a poor, unsuspecting gross. animal. It has feelings like we do. Their species erotic. But I, I think Ricky and I need to start a petition to make bestiality illegal in New Mexico. Yeah, right. I think that's that needs Come to on, be I done. Come on, I can't believe that's, we're on this. I, I actually can't believe that, that it's any not illegal. States, any I state, know, yeah, like we're, we're one of the we're four. Of but I, again, I can't stop and help think of first two of Kiki Kelly and the sex. You seen the movie? You know, <laughs> what is that? <about. laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh so there you go. Uh, let's go and move on with even more insanity, insanity, as we like to call it, Patty. A seven-year-old guy in Seattle who survived coronavirus after 62 days in the hospital. He got a hospital bill for 1.1 million dollars. Uh, he has insurance, so he may not have to pay some or all of it, but still. That's and I terrible. Heard the bill was 181 pages long. Holy. Are they like keeping a diary of dude, every time he gets up to go use a piece of toilet paper or I'm what? I'm years old. I'm like, dude, you get that money when For I'm gone. Real? That is insane. Wow. All right. Check this one out. 21 members of a cult that recently arrived in Hawaii were arrested for violating the mandatory 14-day quarantine for visitors. Uh, so, yeah, quarantine them up. And cults. Don't, don't do it. And bullfighters in Spain are looking for bailouts after the fights. They have been canceled. And the bulls who were going to be involved were sent to the slaughterhouse. And that's kind of messed up there. Ah, uh, That is for the bulls there. definitely insanity. Poor thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. How about the latest products to sell out during the pandemic? Bikes. Oh, Ricky! I'm so glad I got my hands yes. on one. There's so many outdoor activities. Those apparently everyone wants to start biking. I certainly uh, <laughs> did. And I, I literally got one of the last ones that suited me, too. So I'm like, I'm you know what? I kind of went that route. And I got roller skates. <laughs> hey, we're bikes we, for your you, feet. you got some wheels. <laughs> and uh, 45% of single people say they give up on dating completely during the quarantine. Well, duh. You can't do anything. Only 1% still have been going on regular dates. It's kind of like a risk, eh? Where, but life's a risk. Uh, anyways. A risk, I know. <laughs> so, I mean, if you want to, I guess good for you. And, uh, oh, that's great. For those of be, us that are staying safe. Yeah, yeah, right. Dunkin' Donuts has also released a line of face masks. They cost $10 each. Wow. I hope they smell like donuts. <laughs> like a little. Maybe that makes up for the price there. Yeah. I love DD, yeah, but anyways, we do, we do, we get, we get DD like at <laughs> least a daily, couple times, almost, uh, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it's summertime, so we definitely take but turns with the mask. iced coffees. By the way, <laughs> yes, wear, wear that mask. And there you go. Between the break, coronavirus and sanity, and some sanity. magic morning morons, and a little moron insanity. Will the world end this Sunday? We'll see. I guess we shall see on the next episode of our podcast. <laughs> it's your magic morning vibe.
the magic morning vibe. Between the Breaks podcast with your magic 104.9 vibe. I, that is terrible. Your magic morning vibe is where I meant to go with that, Patty. I'm just going to leave that in. That's Hi. okay, Ricky. That's who we are. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what this is. Between the Breaks. We won't cut it all out for you, but yeah, welcome no. back. This if you're, is us. Yeah, if you're new to it, uh, the magic little vibe, magic little vibe. See, that's just because I'm I'm tuned out. It's I don't okay. know what it is. Get these words. Feels like a Monday, but it's not. Words kind of Okay, let's do this. We, we got, got a lot this. to talk about, though. Yeah, some of these stories maybe we didn't touch on. We didn't have the time to, or maybe it was just kind of a little more adult much. friendly. Yeah. So uh, let's go much. ahead and talk about this heat, Patty. Yes. Yeah, so around this time every year, all of us come face to face with one of our biggest tests. And how many hot days can we take before we finally crank on the air conditioner and let it blast for the rest of the summer, Ricky? Have you already turned it on? Oh. <laughs> Thing right? that's turned on back well, in uh, <laughs> April. According to this new survey, the average amount of hot days that we can take before we turn on the AC is five. Man, salute to y'all because long it's time. one day. I, one day for me, maybe. No kidding. <laughs> uh, 55% of people say they feel, quote, defeated when they finally have to turn it on. I got a big boy job. I'll pay for it. But it's you good. know what? I mean? <laughs> people are living because <sighs> living here, it, you can't even oh, no, stand it no, for like no, two days. No, max. I, nah, one night, like there's no way oh. I would go through even a night. Yeah. Of sleeping in 70 degree week. weather. Nope. Average uh, American says the ideal temperature for the house is 69 degrees. I a little cooler for me, I guess, there. Yeah. Survey also found we check the weather an average of four times a day. We have three conversations about the weather every day, too. You know what? We check it for you four say, times yeah. in the morning with the magic morning vibe. So, so there you go. Um, <laughs> me, maybe one day. Patty, you? Probably like more than once in a day. I check it all the time. But anyway. Well, there you go. So a lot of us really, I mean, they beat the heat if you can't drink that water. Yeah, it's too hot out there. <laughs> All right. Uh, wait until you get a twist of this story, Patty. What is it? Tell me. A woman in Australia just shared a story on Facebook about an incident that she had at McDonald's drive through line over the weekend. All right. Things are kind of getting back to normal places around the world. Things are weird. Uh, the line was long. As the woman was finally placing her order, a, quote, young lady behind her started honking. Now, what would you do in that situation? Like, you're in the drive-thru. Oh someone's in front of you. Uh, you know, I'm sticking my, my hand out there. and I'm, right. not, I'm not waving. Totally. But, uh, uh, again, so mad, but, the yeah. line was long. woman says, quote, I thought to myself, take the high road. So when I paid for my food at the first window, I paid for both of our orders. Nice. Oh, that's kind of like, right? No. When the woman who <laughs> honked got to the drive-thru window, uh, window found out her order was paid for, she leaned out the window, waved in mouth, uh, thank you. Obviously embarrassed. Had to repair her rudeness with the kindness. But uh, no, there was even more, Patty. Tell him. Tell em. me. Oh, tell him. Tell him. Okay, so then when she got to the second window, uh, she showed both receipts, took her food too. Now she has to go back to the end of the line and start all over again. Yes. Yes. I, you know, that is a great <laughs> idea. If Passive aggressive revenge. Me, I'm going to pay oh, for their food and take my. it. And be like, well, Sorry, I took your That stew. is mine. And that is so <laughs> I applaud this what a woman. Great idea. Way to take the high road, girl. That's what I'm talking about. That is That's definitely right. Definitely the high road. <laughs> she took and then just <laughs> That's awesome. Love it. Let's and get a little nerdy on them. I was going to say something else I love. Apparently, aliens aren't just out there. They're our next door neighbors. I got to check my app. A group of scientists in the University of Nottingham in England say that there's new calculations to show that there's at least 36 intelligent alien civilizations right here in the Milky Way galaxy. Ooh. But uh, we don't have technology to reach any of them. So uh, that's why we can't talk to them right now. But there's an average of 17,000 light years away. 
Uh, that's going to be kind of hard to communicate. Well, know? I tried to communicate with him yesterday, and then I broke all the phone <laughs> towers, so my bad. I can't even get T-Mobile and back. stuff. <laughs> I was trying to hit these aliens up and crash the network. My, oh, there they go. Bad. Sorry, all you T-Mobile <laughs> users and everybody else. But anyways, there you go. There's aliens amongst us. Oh, you want me to go on, Patty? Wait, I was wait, like, wait. Uh, if, we, if you don't know what's coming up next, our Magic Morning Moran. Yeah, oh, back okay. on January 8th, a 35-year-old guy named Marcus Davis in Portland, Oregon, went to the hospital with a gunshot wound uh, to the junk. All right, now this, we didn't get his graphic on the show, so I'll just tell you exactly how this happened uh, unedited. Uh, how did this bullet travel through Marcus? Because, yeah, again, he shot himself in the junk. Apparently, it went through the top of his manhood. Through his right testicle, into his upper thigh, and then out the other side of his thigh. So, oh my gosh, he got uh, the whole thing on the way yeah, down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In other words, bullet hadn't gone into Marcus straight on. Uh, the angle showed it went to his junk and then above. And I just like as a man myself, I just as a man. thinking, thinking about <laughs> Even it. Even as a woman, that sounds horrible. Yeah. Uh, well, it gets worse for Marcus here. He wasn't allowed to have a gun anyways because of prior felony conviction. So not only did he shoot his junk off, uh, he was also just sentenced to five years and nine oh months in. A little bit. He tried to blame it on a homeless person. He tried to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he tried to blame. He's like, a homeless man shot me. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, but no, no, no. It was your dumb ass. Yeah, that no, not true. That is uh, true. True that. So you lost your Marcus, Marcus. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of insanity, we had some not so serious stories that we've seen about this outbreaks going on and everything in the world. So we're going to go over our coronavirus insanity. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So people have been eating more cereal during the pandemic, uh, specifically sugary cereal. An industry report says that because adults find the sugary cereals are, quote, familiar, comforting foods. Heck yeah, have some Fruit Loops. It brought joy and pleasure to eat them. Not going to so. lie, when I get my mini weights, though, the wife <sighs> asks what I want. I've also been throwing uh. in some Lucky Charms. I think some cinnamon toast crunch this last time. Because it is comforting. And I've lost enough weight that I just eat what I want and I just like it. I bought so some let me fruity pebbles it. for Katie. You see my <laughs> quotations? Oh. <perfect. laughs> the, the, the quotations. But yeah, just, <laughs> that, that is very good, though. I'm down for that. The pandemic has also officially brought back the drive-in. 42% of people plan to visit a drive-in movie theater this summer. I know a lot of people that have already here. Yeah. And the demand for luxury real estate in vacation towns like Aspen, Colorado, Park City, Utah, have been up during the pandemic. Wealthy people want their own houses in those places. So they have somewhere safe to stay when they visit. Damn, must be nice. I know. I'm go look at my couch and see if I can buy one of these real estate. One of those houses <laughs> for a dollar. Right? <laughs> a buck, buck, buck. Uh, and could the quarantine change whether or not you pay for your porn? Mm, interesting. about that. The industry is asking people to think about actually paying for a little porn once in a while because of the major financial hit they've taken during the pandemic. And they may give some back. You oh never know. I guess I'll go do my part. <laughs> Perfect10.com. Right could be uh, a bowling alley. <laughs> It's a bowling alley. What are you talking about? Uh, Shorts Brewing Company in northern Michigan. They've been making deliveries to some customers who are stuck at home by using a seaplane. Oh, that's dope. Like a like just a just like emergency waiting. airdrop of yeah. beer booze? Like, that's, that's not where, stupid where news. Call that is this some in? great yeah, we, we need to look more into that, Patty. <laughs> Maybe next time on the Between the Breaks. We'll I let like you know that how, story. Right? Yeah. Get All right. Delivered. We like to get down on this every now and then. A little showbiz Sexy, oh if you my must. Olympic boxer, yeah, and the name. Get ready for this. Guinea fucks. All right, Fuchs. F U C H S. Like you pronounce that. Fuchs me. Fuchs me. Recently, though, they 
tested positive for two banned substances. That's not why she's in trouble, though, Patty. Why? Because she claimed that her boyfriend unknowingly passed them to her during unprotected sex, and U.S. Anti-Doping Agency bought it. That's not, e- is that even possible? They bought it. How is that? I know. How did she even get away with that? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, she says, quote, I had no idea that I could become contaminated by way of intimate contact with another person. I want to thank USA Boxing for believing in me and supporting me throughout these past few difficult months. He didn't give a fool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb. She's I can't believe they boxer. believed her. I'm looking at her picture. I here. know. I was looking at her, too. But oh, guinea punch, punch in the there face. There she goes. <laughs> I barely give any. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let's go here. We'll wrap it up there with our movie quick hits. This was kind of Ooh, fun. Yeah, I wanted to bring this cool. back. So, if you missed it, BuzzFeed with a list of 19 behind-the-scenes facts about 90s movies that you may not have known. Especially if you don't watch interviews or late-night talk shows or those special features on DVDs and Blu-rays. So, we hit the highlights. Let's run them down here. Do you want to go 10 up? Let's do 10 up since we did the other way. All right. So Home Alone, writer-director John Hughes wrote the screenplay in just nine days and the last 44 pages in about just eight hours after a stressful family trip to Europe that left him thinking, what if one of my kids would accidentally left behind at home alone? What a story he put together and what a classic. Oh, that is awesome. Toy Story 2, Disney originally wanted Toy Story sequels to be direct-to-video releases like the Aladdin 2 Return of Jafar. That would have been a mistake because the sequels went on to make more than $2.6 billion worldwide. And Twister, to give each tornado a distinctive sound, the sound designers altered a recording of a camel's moan. They lowered the pitch until it created a creepy... Uh, sound and the movie was later nominated for the best sound Oscar. And I just watched Twister not too long ago. Now I'm gonna Think have to just pay it. attention. I'm like, dang, dude, I'm gonna be like, those are camels mo- moaning. Like, we're gonna sensually. be like, Ricky's crazy officially. <laughs> he says that the Twister's funny. a camel. Anyway, uh, how about Ghost? You know, Bruce Willis was originally supposed to star in it with his then wife Demi Moore, turned it down because he didn't understand how romance with a ghost could work. He later called himself uh, a, quote, knucklehead for doing that. But how can we see <laughs> somebody other than Mr. Patrick Swayze? I know, that would have been weird. In that. <laughs> and a Terminator 2 Judgment Day, Arnold Schwarzenegger was paid $21,429 per word. His salary was $15 million, but only spoke about 700 words total during the whole movie. Hasta la vista. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> and on the way to the bank, bro. Good stuff. Dang. All right, Armageddon. How about this? Ben Affleck says he once asked director Michael Bay why it was easier to train oil drillers to become astronauts than it was to train astronauts to become oil drillers. Michael told him, shut the F up. <laughs> End of the talk. Ben even mocks the plot, though, for a few minutes on the DVD commentary track. You can still check that out. And the Sixth Sense executive who bought the screenplay for Disney's Buena Vista label lost his job over the purchase. He bought it for $2.25 million and thought Disney would be happy about it. They weren't. They fired him and let another company finance the movie. And because of that, they only got 12.5% of the huge profits that that movie made. And probably still <laughs> making it. People are still watching oh, that movie. Oh, man. Poor dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> Independence Day. How about that, Gorilla? The U.S. military was originally going to supply costumes, props, even planes to be used in the movie. But they withdrew their support when the filmmaker refused to remove references to Area 51. You know, mm. that highly classified Air Force facility that might... Have evidence of alien visits. That's probably why they're covering <laughs> it up. And Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Did you know that Tupac was a die-hard Star Wars fan? I didn't fan? even know that. And before he died, he auditioned for the role that Samuel Jackson got as Ma- Mace Windu. That is correct. That, that is crazy. That is <laughs> correct. <laughs> Imagine if we had Tupac in Star Wars. That'd uh, be insane. Oh, uh, yes. All anyways. right. Well, here we go. Number one on that list: Titanic. You know, Matthew McConaughey almost played Jack, and Claire Danes almost played Rose. Yeah. I don't know how I could see that. 
still painting with you. I know. I don't think Matthew may be like, all right, all right. <laughs> As we're about painting. to drown. We're about to drown. All right. Nothing but that necklace, girl. All right. There you go. Those are good. Between like the those. breaks with your Magic Morning Vibes. Stay up to date every week at magicworld49fm.com. I'll see you next time. Yeah. It's your Magic Morning Vibe. Magic Morning Vibe between the breaks. I'm Rick. And I'm Patty. Welcome back to the podcast. Whenever, however you're listening. Thank yeah, you. Fun times. <laughs> so we are talking about uh, quite a few things here today that we might have touched on the show. Some we didn't. Some we just may get into a little more detail, but always fun. We promise always you that. A lot of fun. So when you can't get enough of us, you know that we've got you covered here with that podcast. And uh, Father's Day is approaching, Patty. So let's yes. talk a little bit here about dads and maybe some good things that we can get for our papas. Well, does your faja like bacon? Who doesn't wow. like bacon? I hope so. <laughs> I'm not sure there's a better way to say Happy Father's Day than this. Denny's just announced making bacon bouquets for Father's Day this year. Yes, that's a whole bunch <laughs> of bacon <laughs> wrapped up like uh, in paper bouquets of flowers. It's just bacon. It's meat. It's that's delicious. So romantic. I know, if right? brought me a bouquet of bacon. I can't I, believe you brought me meat. I'd probably rub your feet. <laughs> um, anyways, if you want some, you need to order $25 worth of food from Denny's or Postmates tomorrow. And uh, you can also enter the promo code BANQUET. Uh, bacon bouquet. Excuse me. Bacon bouquet. Hey, it looks like banquet after <laughs> I thought right? about it. And they'll throw one of those in for free. So if you're thinking Delish. about me, remember I'm a, I'm a dog dad. Yes, you are. I'm going to make you. And then you can share it with the dog. I'll share it with you, Pat. Little treats. I'll bring oh, you a little bit on Monday. Just call me a bitch. Uh, <laughs> The dog. The top hit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that one. All right, let's, uh, let's go on here. Uh, you, got, you got an Alexa, right? Yes, I it's, do. It's so nice and convenient, right? Cleaning sometimes. around the house. No, sometimes. Maybe because sometimes you don't here. listen. <laughs> and I'm like, really, Alexa? Did uh, you not just hear what I said? Well, digital voices like your Alexa or Siri, you know, they definitely understand you. They answer your questions. Uh, but they do worse when there's actual stakes on the line, like, <laughs> like your life. I would think so. Yes, uh, you know how your digital voice assistant, you know, they're just okay at understanding everything else. Like, which direction? What's the weather? Well, according to a new study out of university in Canada, voice assistants are not reliable source of information. During that life or death emergency, kind of like if somebody's having a heart attack, there's poisonings going on, choking. Yeah, that'd be hard to get it out. Like, if you're choking, right? Like... I mean, or even trying. if you're asking somebody like, "How do I help somebody choking?" Yeah, she's gonna be like, "I'm sorry, I didn't understand." Say that again. <laughs> well, and then okay. it brings up like an auto erotica like website, like choking. You like to be what? choked? Oh no, no! Call nine one one. Oh my god! Uno, uno. Okay. Well, they uh, found that Google gave acceptable medical advice fifty-six uh, percent of the time. Alexa came in at nineteen percent. Siri and Cortana never came through. They're just going to let you die. Siri. So don't I do remember it. the other day I said something all random. Yes. I actually said a cuss word, and then she's like, I will not respond. Yes, yeah, she got like, mad at you. I wasn't even talking to you. That's why, that's why I don't talk to you. All right, anyways. You can talk to your Alexa, though, hands-free. How do they yes. tune in with us, Patty? Oh, yeah. If you want to hear us every weekday morning with that Magic Morning vibe, just say, Alexa, play Magic 104.9 in Las Cruces from TuneIn, and boom, there are Ricky and I. Love it. Technology. Can't touch this. <laughs> but when I think of that, oh, what about uh, this guy? Anyways, he doesn't yeah, want you yeah. to touch it Magic either. morning moron, as you come to call it. And yes, we've touched you back on this story because apparently this guy's getaway strategy was uh, hope the police get bored. Didn't quite work out, right, Patty? <laughs> no, not quite as well. The cops in Eugene, Oregon, got a call around 3 in the morning on Monday about a 39-year-old guy named Brandon Lee Jackson uh, who allegedly attacked and robbed a man at 7-Eleven parking lot, which, first of all, moron right there. <laughs> 
And then the cops eventually tracked Brandon down. He had climbed up to the top of a very tall railroad crossing sign and was just perched up there naked. I like, I like how it just says he's just perched. I like up he's there. sitting up there but like a bird. But he was, yeah. So the picture which we did take a look at, it's just he's just like a bird, as she said. Ah, where's the cue with the Nelly Furtado? Like uh, he couldn't fly away though. He wasn't moving. I can't fly it was away. more than twelve hours before Brandon finally came down the pole, tried to make a run for it. Uh, what, what a, a what a standoff though. Twelve hours. I know that's Got to him first. Brandon punched this dog. This is where this is where I was like, yeah, I was kind of going free Brandon. I'm like, nah, bro. Anybody, I, I think. For real. Cops quickly caught up with him and arrested him on several charges. Um, yeah. Oh, the photo. <laughs> what, what else did I see this morning? I was like, watch there be like maybe it's just some old. I just picture some old. We're like, he won't bother I know, nobody. Huh? He just up there. He just standing up there. <laughs> I'm the surprised time. a train didn't come by for 12 hours. Absolutely. Because the crossing thing Absolutely. go down and Actually, all that that's, stuff. A, that's a great point, Patty. But he was think about that naked. this morning. 12 hours, no train? Middle of nowhere? A naked guy wow. in a train? Uh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Too much fun. All right, Patty, oh you God. know what's pretty fun? Our coronavirus. Insanity. That's right. <laughs> You're not so serious stories that we've seen about the coronavirus outbreak. And here we are with some new ones. Yeah, bad news for butt sniffing Dang. all your, your dogs. Oh, the FDA oh, yeah, yeah. says your dog needs to follow social distancing guidelines, Ricky. Uh, dogs can catch coronavirus, and while it's not clear yet if they can transmit it to humans, the experts say it still makes the sense to keep them, you know, six feet apart from other dogs. Right. You don't want their dogs sick at all. So there you go. <laughs> Don't be doing that. <laughs> There's also a rumor making the rounds on Facebook that leaving onions around your house can fight illnesses what? because they absorb germs. It's not this true. This is a Hispanic thing I know from experience. Like put onions in your socks. Well, that and like put a lemon on everything is supposed yeah, to disappear. It. But you know, what, one thing though for sure, and I still do though, is right. And I think you asked me this a while back. Like what do you put on a burn? What do you put? I was gonna say I've heard like mayo and put mustard. That's nuts. That's crazy. Thing, that, that, it is though. My, it's I think so. I, I think always, it is. I it's like an old wives' tale. I, I guess know, you can call yeah. it. One of my Caucasian friends actually. He's like, dude, I'm from here in Asia. Oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's like, what what it is. <laughs> hey, we all love races. We're gonna use everything that we can try that's from right, everybody. That's right. <laughs> and uh, strippers in Rhode Island uh, who have to strip outdoors under the new rules can't perform lap dances are not into the plan. One strip owner says that uh, one strip club owner says that quote when they found out they weren't interested in coming back to work, so there's lack of strippers. Well, I mean, wouldn't you like that more? Like, all right, they ain't touching me. I know, that. right? But I'm still making money. Still making some money. Maybe that's where they made Matter a lot fact, of their money I can't though. Go get into this. Oh, don't <laughs> touch me. All right. <laughs> drive br- drive by strip clubs. Anyways, there we, you go. They call me Dig Richard. Ah! <laughs> Crab- Pickle Rick Dick. <laughs> yes. Craft <laughs> <laughs> uh, has also released face masks featuring mac and cheese, the Kool-Aid Man, Heinz ketchup, and more. Oh, the Kool-Aid kinda, Man would be fun. Down with that, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and one way we could be safer from germs on planes in the future is with double-decker seats. So the person who designed them has been working with major airlines to figure out how they're, you know, really get that viability possible. Okay. Because right. I'm trying to think about double-decker. That's like a double-decker bus. Yeah. Like Two-story. Yeah. Which plane? I'm down with, as long as you're not in my space. As long space, as the plane don't go down. I'll double deck you. You know, it's uh, yeah. a iffy situation it there. Is, it but is. everybody's going crazy. It's quarantine, Ricky. Speaking of quarantine, we we, we talked about Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> uh, I'm afraid there might be more oh, than a few people in so this country sad. who can identify with this quarantining. 
apparently uh, actually led up to the breakup of her <gasps> and her husband, Brandon Blackstock. Oh, my God. That's right. Already problems. Quarantining in Montana with her four kids apparently made everything worse. Uh, source says, quote, things had changed in their marriage. The split was already, you know, kind of coming, but they're both trying to work so hard. It's nearly impossible to enjoy each other, especially with the children needing constant attention. So it's a hard time right now for everybody, man. Totally get it right there, uh, yeah, but uh, well, they'll if, be fine. If they've been drifted apart anyways, then, and right? then so I guess, I'm you know, sure they'll be great co-parents. Yeah, exactly. You great. know what? Sometimes, like you say, you can't force things to work. Great co-parents. Would, Might be better I'm for the sure kids, too. Be, yeah. So in there the long go. run. But there you go. Kelly Cockett. There you go. Latest with Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. All right. Now about this, though. We didn't actually. We missed this, actually. I earlier, know Patty. we did, but. Father's Day again this weekend. Faja. Uh, while you're handing in your dad that $25 gift card to Lowe's, don't forget that not everyone hit the genetic <laughs> jackpot. Some fathers, they're just lousy. <gasps> you don't say. <laughs> and we're going to actually run down this list of worst dads in film and TV. No particular order. All right. Either. I think we should start with number 10. Okay, let's go. I, uh, Luke, I'm your father. I'm not your yeah. father. Uh, Darth Vader, he made the list. Of yeah. course, played by James Earl Jones. He turned it around, Bob. though, man. It's better than my dad. He came, he came back. <laughs> he, came and he, back. He, he came back. with. He left for cigarettes like 28 <laughs> years ago, man. Thank you. And he never made it right. Uh, anyway. Michael Corleone. Ooh, That's yeah. right. Al Pacino from The Godfather. Mickey Alfred, I can't refuse, but I don't want to be a dad. <laughs> uh, Tywin Lannister, he played Charles Dance on Game of Thrones. Uh, yes, Tywin Lannister, he was he was not a good dad. I'll just tell you, that's pretty spot on. All pretty right, so on. there you go. You George Booth Sr., played by the fun yes. Jeffrey Tambor in Arrested Development. Oh, man, I yeah. don't know. I'd maybe... <laughs> That'd be a cool dad, though. Yes. Uh, Jake Torrance, who played Jack, uh, played by Jack Nicholson Jack on Torrance. The Shining. Yes. Or did I say Jake? You say. <laughs> Jack Torrance. From State Farm. Jack I know, right? He was wearing khakis. Uh, that I can write using the shine. So yeah. he tried to kill his family. Totally, yeah. yeah. So That's not a good dad right there. I don't oh, think. man. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Danny. Double dip. Frank Reynolds on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And Mr. Wormwood show. in Matilda. Yes. That is the... I love those uh, shows. Did you know that he actually took care of the girl from Matilda? He took care because of her? Because her mom couldn't Bam, at the time? Facts yeah. on your Magic Morning Vibe podcast. Amazing. Uh, okay, this one's one of my favorite dads, though. Frank Gallagher. William H. Macy plays him on Shameless. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite shows. He's such a worthless dad, but I totally get down with him. <laughs> <laughs> Al Bundy. Yes. By Mr. Ed O'Neill, of course, of Married with Children. Such a classic show. One of my faves. And yes. uh, I just I love Al Bundy. Man. Who doesn't love Married with Children? Yeah. Man, those reruns. Uh, what about Daniel Plainview, played by Daniel Day Lewis on there, in There Will Be Blood? I've never seen. I'm not that. too familiar. I was just gonna say I'm not too familiar. So. We're gonna have to go look at yeah. it. And number uh, one here. I don't know go. about this number one. Yeah, I Homer like Simpson. him. You just give well, him a donut, I mean, and he'll be fine. He's been there. It, but if you look at it over there, like he would choke out Bart. <laughs> yeah, that's stuff, true. You know, and that's nowadays, a lot of people are like. It's yeah, nowadays they're like so. having to change everything. There you go. Homer. Agree, disagree. Worst dads in film and TV. And uh, and Ricky's an amazing dog dad. Yeah, I'm a great dog So there dog you go. Dad. Happy Father's him. Day, hey, you Faja, dog dad. Faja, Faja. Happy Father's Day to all you great dads out there. Thanks for <laughs> yes. listening. Your magic morning vibe between the breaks. The magic morning vibe with Rick and Patty. It's magic 104.9.